Hello, and welcome to the weekend starts on Wednesday. Welcome to the 34th episode of the weekend starts on Wednesday, the show created by us, your favorite sports gurus for you, our heroes, our listeners. My name is Patrick Arias, and it is my pleasure to take you on this magical journey. We are here to break down and discuss this weekend's most exciting sports matchups taking place from Thursday to Sunday. That's right, Patrick. And for those who don't know who I am, my name is Andres Ramirez, and I am your claymaker, your heartbreaker, the one with the haymaker who loves to shake his moneymaker. I'm going to be telling you all the games that you need to be putting your money to make and build your empire. Building that empire is very crucial in the world of sports. We are breaking down a lot of NBA, a lot of college basketball, some uh, professional NHL hockey all-star stuff, okay? A little bit of NFL Pro Bowl. We are excited for the weekend. We work hard. You work hard. It's time to reward yourself. We will get into all this after a quick message from your sponsor. With every weekend that comes and goes, there are exciting sports matchups taking place. Andres and I witnessed everything that went down this past weekend, and you did the same. We've created three major headlines to recap what happened this past weekend. Andres, the first headline, how the West was won. We're talking about the conference championship games in the NFL, both West team, West Coast teams, the Kansas City Chiefs, even though they're located in Kansas City in the Midwest, they're part of the AFC West division. And the San Francisco 49ers and the NFC both won their games at home to punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. Congratulations to both. And this is the breakdown of how that happened. Tennessee Titans lose because they didn't follow their game plan. They gave the ball to Derrick Henry only 19 times, where previously in the last two games, he had, had the, he had 30 carries or more, and this time around only 19 carries for 69 yards. Horrible. The Chiefs, <laughs> on the other hand, the reason why they won, Mahomes was Mahomey for all of Kansas City. Yeah. He went off 295, 294 yards passing, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, also a rushing touchdown. He had four touchdowns for the day alone. That set precedence of why they took care of business. The other side of the coin and the other conference, the the San Francisco 49ers, my San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> handle business 37-20. The biggest and most impressive stat of the day for the Niners winning was the running back, Molstert, had 29 carries for 220 yards and four touchdowns. The game was over at halftime when it was 27-0. The reason why the Packers lost, Completely no offense other than Rodgers, but it was garbage time. He had 326 yards on the uh, passing in the air, two touchdowns, two interceptions, which I had predicted was going to happen. And Aaron Jones, 12 carries for 56 yards. Goodbye. They cut the cheese and they're back (laughs) on their way home to Wisconsin. And let me just clarify why I hate Aaron Rodgers. A couple of people reached out to me last week and they're like, man, you said you hate Aaron Rodgers like five times. And the reason why I hate Aaron Rodgers is because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. And as you know, he always beats the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Secondly, look what he did against 
the Niners are good. Don't get me wrong, but everybody thought that, you know, he was going to do better than that. I mean, two interceptions is, yep. is terrible. Yep. Two touchdowns. He just, he, he didn't show up. And um, in NFC championship games, He's only won one of them. Mm-hmm. He's lost the other three. Yeah. So I personally don't like him for those reasons. Now, moving on to the second headline, the Duke Blues Devils. Why are they singing the blues out there in North Carolina? Oh, they're singing the blues because they've lost two straight prior to tonight. Mm. I couldn't tell you the last time they lost two straight. They lost to an unranked Clemson team mm-hmm. on the road, 79-72 to last week. And then they follow up with a big matchup at home against the 11th-ranked Louisville Cardinals, mm-hmm. and they lost. Yeah. They've had three losses in the year, and two of those losses happen to be at home. This might be the sign of times coming to an end for Coach K. Probably not because he'll probably retire if anything happens, but it is just not looking good, Pat. What What is their overall record right now? They're 15-3. and three. Well, after tonight's win, they're 16-3. and three. Okay, and you really think that it's time to sound the alarm? No. But it's it's a little disheartening to see them losing to two unranked teams this year, one at home and one on the road uh, to an unranked team in, in Clemson. They're not handling business, and they lost two games already in conference play. That's very, very frightening to see well, to start. You know that I'm a North Carolina fan. Yeah, I see you beaming ear to ear already. Uh, you know, I'm a North Carolina fan, and I'm still sitting here today telling you that Duke is going to be all right. Moving on to the third and final headline that we created. Lake, no call, no show. I'll start off with this one. This is the Los Angeles Lakers. Last night, they played in Boston, their historic rival, and they lost. They blew it. They lost by 32 points on primetime television. Half the country had the day off of work because it was a national holiday, Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. And um, the Lakers also took the day off, apparently. Oh, yeah. They have a roster full of talent and not one player, not even LeBron James, not even Anthony Davis. None of them scored 20 or more points. Only one Laker got 10 or more rebounds, and that was Dwight Howard. As a Laker fan myself, I'm a little concerned Mm. because the best teams that the Lakers have played this year – um, they've lost. Yeah, they played five opponents that can easily go to the NBA championship, and they've lost every single game. Andres, they sit at what? What's their record? Thirty-four and nine. Thirty-four and nine. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that the Lakers are in trouble? Look, we had talked about it previously in the past that the Lakers allow bad teams to stick around, and all of a sudden, this is a good team, <laughs> and they got blown out. Yeah, and the worst thing to pour salt in the wound. Uh, for LeBron, this was Kemba Walker's first time <laughs> beating him. Yeah. What does that show? I would be a little concerned as a Laker fan knowing that Kemba Walker was 0 for prior, and it was like 0 for 41 or some ridiculous It was crazy like 30 thing. plus, yeah. Yeah, games. and look, it's a little dis- uh, disheartening to see that. I don't know if I like the Lakers coming forward towards the summer, but Anthony Davis is finally back from that injury. I don't think that he was 100% still. Am I worried about you guys? No, I think the Lakers will still make a push for the West Coast Conference Championship. Will they get there? Who knows? Time will tell. But don't worry, Pat. Wipe those tears away. Boston will probably stick around in the East. So who knows? It's still too early. I think you'll be okay. But for now, the lasting memory of this past holiday weekend was the Lakers getting blown out by 32 points. 
Andres, are you ready for some pepper action? I am always ready for some pepper action. Pepper is the time of the show where we break down and discuss the most exciting matchups taking place. We pepper around our picks, we pepper around a little bit of analysis, but most importantly, we pepper around our bullshit. Now let's start with Thursday night, the first game to kick off the weekend. My very own Los Angeles Lakers are in Brooklyn, taking on the Brooklyn Nets at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, this game is important. Why should you be watching the Lakers versus the Nets? Yeah, why the hell am I watching this Because Kyrie Irving plays for the Nets, and him and LeBron James used to be the bestest of friends in Cleveland. They won a championship together, and they reunite. Andres, right now the Lakers sit in first place, mm -hmm. and um, right now, Brooklyn sits in eighth place of the East. Okay. So if the season ended today, both teams make the playoffs. Do you think that Brooklyn can defend home court and beat LeBron James and his precious Lakers? Not a fucking chance in <laughs> hell. And why the not though? Yeah, why because not? Because Durantula is not playing. Whoa. Kyrie Irving is not really having a great season. He's having, it's mediocre. Anthony Davis is finally back from that injury and it's showtime for the Lake Show after getting demolished by Boston. They're going to go into Brooklyn. LeBron's going to show his case, like a showcase session on prime time in Brooklyn, okay? he yeah. It's the mecca of being... He's going to show Jay-Z, yo, Jay-Z, <laughs> this is my town, all right? <laughs> Anthony Davis is going to go off. They're both probably going to have a double-double. LeBron will probably have a triple-double. He's not going to play second fiddle to Kyrie Irving. No. Okay? It's just not going to happen. So, no, I don't think... I think it's going to be a blowout. I don't see a chance. I don't see even a, a slither of a dream for these guys. I love everything you're saying. And um, he's, yeah, Kyrie is having a decent season. He doesn't even lead his team right now nope. in point score. He's supposed to be the man. He hasn't been that dude. He's been decent, but not great. The Lakers, on the other hand, they need a bounce back game. They, like Andres said, they just got blown out. Let's see what happens if they can pull it off. Now, Andres selected his game. Ooh. Thursday night, we're switching to college hoops. The 11th ranked Michigan State Spartans travel to um, play the Indiana Hoosiers. Mm -hmm. This is a classic rivalry. This is Big Ten basketball. This is where everything comes through in terms of pedigree for winning. Yeah. What do you think? Pat, this is a great game. This is an, a rivalry game. This is where the little things matter and everything takes into effect. This is small town ball, and I love it. Hardworking classes on both sides. Tom Izzo on one side, a classic coach. Indiana Hoosier. I mean, you got tradition. Yeah. And this is at Assembly Hall. This is in Indiana. That place is going to be rocking and pumping. This game, what intrigues me most, and for those who are unaware, they both have the same record at 14-4. and four, All right. Unfortunately, Indiana is not ranked, but that will change come Thursday. Why isn't Indiana ranked if they have the same exact record as Michigan State, who's ranked? Uh, I think it's due to the quality of scheduling. I think Indiana hasn't really had uh, a stronger uh, quality of schedule. Okay. They played against Portland State. They played against Troy. They played mm -hmm. against Princeton. Whereas Michigan State has been playing bigger games already this year. They played yeah. against Kentucky. They played against Duke. They played against okay. uh, bigger tournaments for small tournaments. You gotcha. know, like and so that's the reason. But that's going to be thrown out the window come Thursday. Indiana is going to – I personally think Indiana is going to beat them due to having 
you know, well, what stands out to me most is they're averaging 6.1 steals per game. So defensive side wow. is going to be huge. And I think people are overlooking this team. They're putting up just as many points as uh, Michigan State at 75 points. And they're shooting really, really well with 45 points. I have 45%. You know that I'm going to go with the Spartans. I know I, you I love, I love I know. Tom Izzo. I, I love Michigan State. That is one of my favorite basketball schools. Mm-hmm. However, this is going to be a, a close game. Indiana could very well win. I'm taking the Spartans because they have a lot of people that are returning to the team that were on there last year when they made a run. So that is the Thursday matchups. We have one NBA game. We have one college game. And the college game, by the way, is at 530. Really quick, for those who are unaware, recently Michigan State was in the state of Indiana playing against Purdue, and they got blown out 71 (laughs) to 42. So, you know, keep that in the back of your mind i think they don't do well in the city of indiana it's going to continue so that's where i stick with that and the the, the friday game after you get off work 5 p.m is the los angeles clippers taking on the miami heat mm-hmm. right now both teams are t- are in second place yeah. the los angeles clippers are in second place of the west the miami heat are in second place of the east that alone is reason enough to watch this game Andres, who do you think is going to win this matchup and why? I love this game. I mean, where did Miami Heat come from this year? All of a sudden, Jimmy Jimmy Dimes Butler is just playing Mm -hmm. balls, lights out right now. He's averaging 20 points a game. Look, unfortunately, that's all fine and dandy, Miami. But I love, 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 love the LA Clippers. I love Kawhi Leonard. I love that the board man gets paid. Mm-hmm. The man is a marathon runner. He knows. He knows how to win, and he knows how to win in Miami. I unfortunately don't think my, Miami's going to do anything. I don't think anybody can stop Kawhi Leonard. I think he's the best player in the NBA. Well, he he is up there. I mean, he's the reigning champion. He's yep. the reigning finals MVP. Mm-hmm. As of now, yeah, he's the best player. Well, Giannis might have something to say about that. Sure. But... Yeah, you got to give it to Kawhi. He's the reigning champion. In terms of winning this game, I think the Heat are going to win. I think that the Clippers um, all season have fallen victim to games like this where, you know, they go on the road and they get bit, you know, by the team because everybody wants to beat the Clippers because the Clippers, like you said, they put together a good team. So they have a target on their back and the teams they play are going to give an A-plus effort. And Miami Heat is nothing to sneeze at this year. Jimmy Butler always has a chip on his shoulder but right now he has a bigger chip on his shoulder because people are not talking about him as being one of the elite players in the nba saturday you don't have to do anything all day in terms of sports there's going to be some college games on that you can watch but in terms of what catches the eye of andres and myself andres is going to be watching the nhl all-star game it's at 5 p.m saturday night this is very interesting Andres, can you explain why you're going to be watching and why it's interesting? I, I've always enjoyed all-star games of any sports. I think it's fun and it's entertaining. There's really not a lot of defense. Everybody likes to do, you know, their special moves. They like to mess around. They like to take three-pointers from, in the, in the, from the NBA in any direction. And hockey, I like it because you're going to see a lot of, like, you know, uh, puck movement that you don't usually see, some stick uh, movement, some, like, really video game-esque style of play, and I love it. The format of the NHL this, the last couple of years have been a little bit different than uh, normally. Um, in the past, you would have just two teams 
this year. There's three teams like a round robin style kind of play. So I like that. Um, there's three games being played at different hours of the day. So you have one game at five o'clock, another at six o'clock, and then the finals at uh, seven o'clock. So actually, I lied. There's four teams, not three teams this year. Four teams. Four teams of three. Four teams of three. So why why is the three? It's just to make the game faster. Okay. So you have three players, you know, uh, three players on the ice. It makes it go quicker. It's overtime rule style. It's just entertaining. It's different, right? You don't need to see all five players out on the ice. Make it fast. Make it high scoring. You know, and it's shorter periods. So they're not playing for uh, twenty minute periods. It's I believe it's like five, uh, ten. eight, ten minutes. Yeah. So it's quicker and faster. I don't know who's gonna win. I don't have a dog in the race or a fight. I just want to see. A lot of actions. I want to see players that don't usually play do well yeah. and a lot of scoring. So there's no real East versus West, you know, Metro uh, Metropolitan Division versus which is the Central Division versus the Southern Division. I'm just looking for a good game and a lot of scoring. So keep an eye on it because you're going to see things that literally only happens in video games. <laughs> so that's why I'm watching it. It's going to be very entertaining. You're going to hear players that you don't ever hear about. But they're there because they're their all-stars this year. So the Ovechkins of the world, you know, the Drew Dowdies, uh, Sid the Kid for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and a lot of good goaltending. So that's why I'm watching it, Pat. I've always liked it even as a kid, and I'm going to continue to watch it. I have enjoyed the NHL All-Star game um, when they switched over to the three-on-three format. It is a um, faster pace, and it gives each All-Star a little bit more time to shine, a little bit more space Mm -hmm. to, you know, do some tricks. It's a lot of fun from five o'clock all the way to basically eight o'clock at night. But at 5.30 p.m. simultaneously, you got to find a way to watch the second game. The one that I'm going to be watching a little bit more closely is, again, my very own Los Angeles Lakers traveling to Philadelphia, taking on the 76ers. Now, the 76ers are good this year. They sit at 29 and 16. They are in the upper half of the Eastern Conference. Do you think that they're going to beat the Lakers at home Saturday night? Do they have what it takes to shut them down? Uh, you know, I'd like to think that they do because you know how much I don't really like the Lakers. The, the F- Philadelphia is a decent team this year. Although they just, when it comes to big games, they don't know how to pull through. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, it's true. They, they, they lost, they've, I don't know, they lost they, to Indiana earlier in the year. Mavericks. They lost to the Mavericks. I don't know. I'd like to think so because they are really, really good at home. Mm-hmm. They're phenomenal at home. I, let me take a look at the stats really quick on that. Yeah, they've been doing well at home. They've won like the last five straight. Um, I mean, where do they sit, Pat? I just think they're going to do well. I, I, You know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go with the 76ers. I think they'll take care of business at home like they always do, like they currently do. They well, Okay, so the 76ers are in fifth place in the mm-hmm. East. They have some big names on their team. Yeah, Embiid and, and uh, who's the other Ben kid? Simmons. Ben Simmons. And then right now their their leading scorer is Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. So he's not even their superstar and he's leading the team. Now, the Lakers, they've been having trouble lately, like I just mentioned, beating good teams. So if they can win on Saturday, it would give them a sense of confidence saying that, hey, we're not as bad as people are saying against good teams. We can play as a unit. We can get it done. I'm saying the Lakers win only because LeBron James has to bounce back. They're going to have a big game on Friday. I'm sorry, on Thursday against mm-hmm. the Nets. And they're going to close out the weekend Saturday. 
Yeah, real quick, I got the stat from Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy, for that stat. Uh, Philadelphia is 20 and 2 at home. That is an impressive stat. 20 and 3. Did they, did they lose recently? No, they're on uh, after they lose on Saturday. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Okay, they're 20 and 2 at home. That to me speaks volume. <laughs> also, I think a lot of traveling for the Lakers is going to hurt them. I think that's where not being able to rest and traveling. They're going to be in Brooklyn on Thursday, and then they're going to be in Philly. Philadelphia yeah, on a Saturday. Short, it's a short trip. I just, I don't know. I just don't, I see, I, something smells fishy for me to think that the Lakers are going to win back-to-back games. And I, they just don't do well on the road. I've seen it before. They're 18-4 and four on the road. So, all, we, their, all their losses are coming on the road. Yeah, and they don't do what well, I don't think they're going to do well. So I'm going with Philadelphia. That's my pick. It's going to be a great game to watch. And let's see if LeBron can handle the pressure in Philadelphia. <laughs> so Sunday we have two junkie games. You have to be a junkie oh. sports fan to know that this is a good game. Fourth-ranked San Diego State Aztecs go into Las Vegas and take on the UNLV running rebels right now unlv is an is 11 and 9 mm-hmm. so they're a little bit above average they're yeah. a decent team san diego state is the last undefeated team in the country this game's at 1 p.m why should you be watching this you should be watching this because they are a conference rival these two teams do not like each other and unlv would love nothing more than to hand san diego state their first loss of the year yeah. look these aren't the golden era or the golden days of UNLV running Rebels. This isn't the grandmama days. This isn't Tarkanian running the team. This is going to be a blowout and a murder in Vegas, okay? <laughs> I think so. Absolutely. San Diego State is on fire, and they honestly, I think they may, they are the top team in college basketball right because they're undefeated, because they're the only team undefeated. What about the people that say, they haven't beaten anybody. Like right now, San Diego State's playing Wyoming. How can they be the best team in the country when they don't have a good schedule? What would you say to the person that says that? Look, my thing, my response to that is they don't make the schedule in that aspect. Yeah. They don't. Unfortunately, they're stuck in the Mountain West Conference. Okay, this is conference play. They just got to play everybody that's on their on their on their schedule and beat everybody. Okay, and that's what they're doing. These schedules have been made years in advance. And they just got to play whomever comes in front of them. And that's what they're doing. They're knocking teams down left and right. Right now, with uh, the stat that I saw about San Diego State, is that they're the fourth best defensive team right now, allowing only 58 points per game. Wow. That is phenomenal. That is fantastic. That's you a can't, stingy defense right there. Actually, I lied. 56.8. So even more so. That is super stingy. And they have a – they you know what? They're playing with a chip on their shoulders. They're proving all of America. You know, they're from San Diego. They don't really play basketball down there. They don't play anybody. They're telling everybody, F you. We take we take care of business, and they're going to handle scan, handle their scandals. So that's why I don't even know why I'm going to be watching this game, only to make sure that these guys handle their business. That's why you're watching it, because it's history in the making. Yeah. What if they go undefeated? You yeah. Know? Like yeah. that, it's history in the making. Make sure you watch it, because UNLV – wants a piece of them. The next game starts at 3 p.m. This is Andres's pick. Mm-hmm. He said, Pat, I'm watching the Boston Celtics travel to New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Zion Williamson is back. The Pelicans are at full strength. Mm-hmm. 
do you think they give them a game on Sunday afternoon? Absolutely. Really? I think these guys win the game. They win. I think New Orleans and the Pelicans handle business, handle their scandal. Mm. It is going to be fun to watch Zion finally take the court. He plays tomorrow, uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, his debut is Wednesday. His debut is Wednesday night. I think it'll be enough time for him to get situated with the offense, okay. know the program, see what's going on. And then come Sunday, he's going to be prime time on ESPN to show the world that he <laughs> he is the reason for being the number one pick. Okay. And he's going to upset Boston and beat Kemba Walker, something that LeBron couldn't do this past weekend. Okay, well, I'm going with Boston. I don't like Boston, but I have to show respect to the good team. Yes, Zion is good. Yes, they're going to be better in New Orleans with him on the court, but there's just something to be said about a team that has played together as a unit for the first 40 games. Maybe after Zion plays about eight to six games, you know, I'll start giving the Pelicans a little bit more of the edge. Let's see what happens. The Pelicans are loaded with a bunch of young talent. So those are the games that we're going to be watching. NBA, college basketball, all-star hockey game. We're going to get into our money-making bets next segment. And then we have some bold predictions for you, as well as our scumbags of the night. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, it's me. The pepper segment, huh? Seven exciting games to keep track of. Seven exciting games to watch. It seems a bit overwhelming, but don't worry. We got you covered. All you have to do is follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Weekend starts on Wednesday. We'll tell you which games we're going to be watching, and we'll remind you of our picks. Instagram and Facebook. Weekend starts on Wednesday. We just spent the last 20 minutes breaking down this weekend's most exciting games and who we think is going to win. Now, it's time to discuss the dark side of sports. The side of sports that keeps you coming back for more. The side that turns you into a crazy fanatic. The betting aspect of sports. These are the money-making bets that we are going to be looking at. These are guaranteed action picks. These are not guaranteed winners. It's guaranteed action. Now, Andres, what is the game that you're going to be betting on Saturday morning? I'm going Saturday morning, 9 a.m. I know some of you will still be a little hungover. Don't worry about it. Pour yourself a little hair of the dog. It'll be right, right eyed, bushy tail, the whole nine, 9 a.m. game, college basketball. The Fighting Illini of Illinois, the 21st ranked team in the country, is going on the road against Michigan Wolverines uh, uh, leading the charge for Michigan is their head coach, Juwan Howard, Mm -hmm. the former player, Fab Five player for Michigan back in the 90s. I am taking Michigan for the upset in Michigan. Reason being is that Michigan for the conference is two and four and they need a breakout game. They cannot afford to lose another one. If they do, it's going to hurt them in the long run to get a bid for the big dance. Michigan at home is eight and one. That is, to me, is very important to know. Thank God for that because they are awful on the road. They're 0 and 5. This game is not playing anywhere outside of Michigan. I'm going with the Wolverines. Fighting Illini is 3 and 3 in conference play. Not Excuse good. me, on the road. 3 and 3. That is horrible. 
So I'm taking those chances, and I like Michigan taking the win. I don't know what the line is or how much they need to be, or the favorites or what the spread is. It doesn't matter. Just put your, Just money, put your money on them to win outright. Okay. That seems like a smart bet considering Michigan has a uh, predominantly stronger program mm-hmm. year after year. Mm-hmm. They have that home record that looks good. Mm-hmm. They have Juwan Howard mm-hmm. on the sidelines coaching. That's a smart bet. Yep. I would also agree. Now, I have a bet for you. Tell okay. me if you think this is smart. It's a 6.30 p.m. game. Okay. It is Arizona Wildcats. Mm-hmm. They are the 22nd ranked team in the country. Ooh. They travel to take on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Ooh, in-state rivalry. In-state rivalry. These teams hate each other. Mm-hmm. Arizona State hates Arizona, and Arizona hates Arizona State. I'm calling an upset. Oh, you're going with the Sun Devils. I got the Sun, Sun Devils. Devils. I got the Sun Devils. Yeah. I got them winning. Yeah. I think that they get it done. I don't know what the spread is. I yep. don't know what the money line is, but just like your morning game, I'm just going straight up with the home team. What do you think? I like that. I like that a lot. I The reason why I like that, home. Protect home. Arizona State for the year is 7-2 and two at home. That, to me, again, speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. The other side of the coin, Arizona Wildcats are 0-3 on the road. Yeah. That's it. That, that's it. That's all I need to know. That's it. I like this game. I'm putting the fork up. Shock them. I'm going with the Sun Devils. If you like it, we, we love, love it. it. All right. The last game. What is it, Andres? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday fun day, peeps. I'm going with the Pro Bowl NFL. That game is at 12 p.m. Brunch time. Mm-hmm. Pour yourself a little beer mosa or mimosa. <laughs> yeah. Get this action going. I'm going with the over. And the over for this game is 50.5. That means 51 points or more need to be scored for this bet to hit. Why wouldn't it? Why would not? Look, the NFL is going to want high-scoring games. And this is the best players in the NFL, other than the Super Bowl teams that will be playing in two weeks. But you have Lamar Action Jackson (laughs) going to be on the AFC side. He's pissed. You know he's going to have fun. He's going to be airing out the ball. You got Drew Brees on the other side mm-hmm. for the NFC. You got Aaron Rodgers on the other side. Okay? Kirk I don't Cousins. Expect, you got Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I don't expect anything less than high-scoring matchups. So kick your feet up, yeah. enjoy the show, and just hope for a lot of scoring. So I'm going with that. Pat, do you agree? 50 and a half? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, come on. Really, it's going to be 26 to 25 like at halftime. Yeah, probably. I, probably. I, I, I mean – Unless Vegas knows something we don't know, yeah. like, come on, really, 51 points? Yeah. It, seem, it seems like easy money, but, yeah. you know, yeah. that's how betting goes. Yeah, nothing, yeah nothing's, nothing's for easy, sure. But I, I, I would if I was you. Oh, I am. But I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I would. I would. Take the, yeah. take the over. Yeah. It's going to hit. Those are the bets that we're taking. If you uh, choose to bet small wagers, bet a cup of coffee with a friend, maybe oh, yeah. a six-pack of beer with your uh, buddy. Whatever it is, don't go crazy, but put a little something to have some fun. Now that we're all here, now that we're all listening, and now that we're all paying attention, it is time for us to reveal our bold predictions for the weekend. These are the predictions that make us great sports 
analysis. These are the predictions that make us crazy fanatics where you sit back and say, hmm, maybe those crazy assholes know a thing or two about a thing or two. Let's start with my bold prediction for the weekend. Andres, do you accept this as a decent prediction? As we discussed in the Pepper segment, Friday night, the Clippers take on the Miami Heat. I think that Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, is going to get a triple-double against the Clippers. Do you accept that? Yeah, I accept it. The reason I accept it because you haven't won yet, anything yet when it comes to this bold prediction. And I don't think Jimmy Butler is going to do anything because I think Hawaii Leonard is going to shut him down. So, yeah, I accept the bet. Good luck to you on that one. <laughs> so what Andres means is I haven't done anything because it's been a while since I won. Each bold prediction is worth seven points. The first to 21 collects beer from the loser. Right now, Andres is sitting on a 12-pack that I owe him. And right now, he's got 14 points on me. So it's 14 to nothing. One more bold prediction, and he earns himself another six-pack. Mm-hmm. So, Andres, what is your bold prediction that's going to get you to 21 points? So, I'm sticking with the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm going on Saturday. A game we haven't talked about. I'm going with the Dallas Mavericks against Utah Jazz in Utah. But more importantly and specifically, yeah. I'm going with Luka Doncic mm. doing a triple-double mm. against Utah. Do you accept that? I accept that bet because we just watched Luka tonight mm-hmm. against the Clippers. Yep. He choked. Yeah. He blew it. Oh, yeah. He made some bad decisions. Oh, yeah. And we know there's 82 games in the in the season, and we know these are professional athletes. However, I firmly agree that you want to win every single game as an athlete, and this game is really, really going to bother him. I don't think he gets a triple-double mm. against the Jazz. Mm. I think they shut him down. The Jazz are having a fantastic season. So, Andres, yeah. good luck getting to 21. Thank you. Good luck to you, Pat. I know. I just wanted to get on the board. <laughs> All right. I mean, the game's over. Yeah. They were up 21. What more do you want? Why? There's no need. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, what you know you're going to get. And then you pick up a stool. To throw at somebody after the fact? <laughs> like it's WWE Jesus. wrestling? So it's it, like the mouths of the palace, man. The game was over. The game was over. So only a scumbag would do such oh, a Let, Fucking for sure. Let's let the people decide if this person is a scumbag. So we were just talking about Silvio de Sousa. Yep. Andres, expand. Preach. Silvio de Sousa is a player for the third-ranked Kansas Jayhawks basketball team. They were at home. Mm-hmm. They were up 21 points against their in-state rivals, Kansas State, with, I don't know, 10 seconds left in the game. He gets uh, the ball taken away from him by uh, Duquan Gordon, and he goes up for a layup, and the comes up out of nowhere, blocks him, and then he steps all over him as if he's making a statement. And then – uh, chaos. Go- chaos ensues, right? Gordon doesn't like it. He goes up to DeSousa, and then players comes off the off the bench, and then f- f- blows started happening. <laughs> Punches were being thrown. And then DeSousa, out of nowhere, grabs his stool and was about to use it as a foreign object against Gordon. 
as if this was a uh, wrestling match. So he's trying to go to jail. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and then the the brawl goes into the to the stands, and they had to get security involved. It's just nonsense. This guy is the second coming of Ron Artest. <laughs> there is no need for it. The game was out of reach. 21 it's twenty one points. You like you made your statement already. You blocked them. What more do you need to do? Yeah, you're upset because you got the ball stolen from you. There was 10 seconds left in the game, dude. The game is in the bag. You have to worry about the long run. I know it's an in-state rivalry, but, but just, dude, step away, man. Your team needs you more, right? Yeah. This is conference play. They need you for conference play. You're probably going to be suspended for, I don't know, at least a couple games. And if I was Bill Self, the coach for Kansas, I'm suspending you for all of conference play and maybe until the tournament. Just to send a message because you can't do that. Yeah. This was a nationally televised game on ESPN, and that's the, the bad taste you leave in people's mouths. Unacceptable. You, my man, are my scumbag of the night. And the scumbag of the night is the person responsible for taking your sports happiness. Yeah. They could ruin your bet. Yeah. They could ruin um, a game for your team. They can mm-hmm. ruin the you know overall the, the happiness. Lo- the for, love of the game. For the love of the game. For a state, for a city, and in this case, it's for Lawrence, Kansas, oh, yeah. where the Kansas Jayhawks hail from. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure the residents and the fans of Kansas Jayhawks University are very, very disappointed and embarrassed. I know I would be. And speaking of upset, <laughs> today I found out. Congratulations to Derek Jeter. Oh yeah, one of the greatest shortstops to ever play the game was inducted today into the Baseball Hall of Fame. But why am I bringing this up as my scumbag of the night? Because there was one voter out there, one person who did not vote for him Mm -hmm. to get in. I'm wondering if Jeter either slept with his wife, (laughs) maybe slept with his daughter, something. Because Derek Jeter was a ladies' man. Don't get me wrong. He, Mm -hmm. he, He was not the most angelic person off the field. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of lady friends. I hear that he treated him like a gentleman though. Oh, yeah. He was a, a great guy. Nothing ever came out against him. However, why did this one person not vote for him on dress? What is the deal? I, I don't know. I, yeah, he, pro- I Jealous? don't know. Maybe, maybe he wanted to be that one guy that said, Hey, you know what? Last year we gave a Yankee a unanimous vote into the hall with Mariano Rivera. We can't do it back to back years. Look, the numbers speak for themselves. If we're talking about on-the-field presence, Derek Jeter led led in all categories – or excuse me, not all categories, but he led in most postseason wins, uh, most postseason hits. He has five World Series, uh, 96 <laughs> Rookie of the Year. The guy was a stud. He was nicknamed Mr. November. He had over 3,000 hits. He changed the game of baseball. He, he changed the game of baseball. Like, I, I just don't understand how one person decides, you know what, I'm going to be that one guy. And unfortunately, we don't know who the name is mm-hmm. yet, but it will be disclosed by the end of the week. And you, my man, I agree with Pat, you are a big scumbag. The, look, Derek Jeter is the nicest guy in baseball. I can't speak for outside of his baseball life. You, you played Little League Baseball, right? Absolutely. So how many times – did you pretend that you were Derek Jeter? You would backhand the ball <laughs> right? and you would jump off your left foot yeah. and you would try to throw across your body to first base because it was poetic justice oh, yeah. watching this guy play. And as Andres mentioned, 
multiple World Series championships, mm -hmm. multiple All-Star appearances. He was just a pillar of excellence for baseball. And there's one person out there that has the nerve to say, no, you're not Hall of Fame worthy for me. You're a scumbag, dude. Yeah. Or if it was a woman, woman, guy, man, woman, you're a scumbag. Yeah. And it bothers me that there's one person out there who actually has a vote. Yeah. You have a vote to say who gets into the Hall of Fame and you're saying no to Derek Jeter? <laughs> oh, my goodness. He must be a Red Sox fan. He must be a Red Sox fan. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who knows? So that one guy, you're my scumbag. But who is never going to be a scumbag are the listeners. Not one listener out there is a scumbag. In fact, if we have listeners out there who want us to highlight a scumbag, we've done it before. Send us your scumbags via text. You can send it to the Instagram, whatever you want to do. Even our Facebook Messenger, we check the messages. We will get your scumbag out there. If there is an exciting game that you want us to cover, send it our way and we'll discuss it. Or if you dislike any of the games that we brought up or dislike any of the, the winners that we decide to pick, or whatever it may be. If you if dislike Andres's ugly 49ers <laughs> hat, let us know, you know? So thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. Like Pat said, thank you to all the listeners. We know you could pick any other time to not listen to us. We appreciate your time listening to us. Please, please, please bet responsibly. Drink responsibly. If you're drinking and having a good time, don't get behind the wheel. Call your mama, call Uber, call Lyft, call whomever. Call us. We'll pick you up. Well, well maybe not. Maybe. But, <laughs> but have a wonderful weekend. Please uh, continue to check on us with regards to all of our picks. Instagram and Facebook. Weekend starts on Wednesday.